Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Good morning and welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. Hey, this is Danielle Hudson. Thank you for joining us on the very last Proverbs podcast of the year as we studied through authentic wisdom. We want to thank you for taking this journey with us and mm-hmm. sticking it out over 52 weeks of studies and um, most importantly for placing a priority on the Word of God and planting those seeds. And we believe, um, like scripture says, that this is... Uh, an incorruptible seed of the word of God. And that as we plant that seed is not able to be corrupted and will grow and will produce harvests mm-hmm. in our lives. That's good. I like that word incorruptible, not able to be corrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this world is going to try to corrupt this word. Mm-hmm. And this word stands strong. That's yeah. good. And then it's a seed and seeds yeah. grow and multiply into many, many more seeds of its own kind. Right. So, um, this week we are in the last chapter, 31, verses 20 and 21. It says, she opens her hands to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. And this chapter famously is, I mean, it's Proverbs 31, but it's like... <laughs> often talked to uh, talked about as the Proverbs 31 woman talking yep. about a virtuous woman a virtuous mother wife and so we can look in this but also maybe think well I'm not a woman or I'm not a wife or I'm not a mother we can look at the principles behind the Proverbs also that are applicable yep. principles of wisdom are applicable to all of us yep. in in these verses So it says she opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. What jumps out at you? I mean, this one, I feel like there's not a ton buried. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's kind of in your face here. Yeah, she's the opening her hand and reaching out that she is intentionally making that choice. It's not. um, She's not withdrawing. She's not turning away. They're not asking her necessarily first that she's offering it. She's offering it. She's choosing. She's seeking out ways to help mm-hmm. the poor and the needy. And I think that we can have each of us intentional ways that we consistently that we consistently help the poor. Yeah. And we can put that, you know, if you're setting new goals this year, you can pray if the Lord has, a, if there's a specific outreach at Bethel with helping hands or benevolence or a ministry um, that you just want to commit to every month to donate to or mm-hmm. serve with or volunteer with. Or if you always want to have homeless bags ready in your car, or if there's like a, a family you want to adopt and just like bless them throughout the year, there's so many different ways that we could minister to the poor mm-hmm. um, and we just ask the lord 
to reveal how we can do that. Yeah. I think what kind of jumps out for me is, is very similar to what you said. It's like she's aware of the needs mm. and yeah. is there to kind of offer them and having kind of her hand on the pulse of those around her that have needs. She was willing to see. Yeah. She looked up, right? We, She looked up from her own life, um, yeah. from her own iPhone that she definitely had in ancient <laughs> Israel, but from her own phone, from her own kitchen, her own work mm-hmm. to those around her. And she saw them and attended to them and then responded with mercy and compassion yeah, and generosity, yeah, yeah. hospitality. Yeah. This got me thinking because I, I look at, you know, just the comparison of me and you, right? You and I will walk into a situation and see it very differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, so Danielle is much more compassionate than I am, <laughs> g- generally speaking, um, and is able to read situations I think it's intuitively uh, and is often very correct in her assessment of it and is able to uh, to provide what people need and not just like in, in a physical way, but in, in like a soulish way in and I, and I think a lot, I think I see that in this verse. She's given her, her hand to the poor and reaching out to those in need. And I, I don't necessarily just by nature respond the same way um, in circumstances sometimes. And so thank you for teaching me to read mm. people better. Mm. That's kind. Thank you. Um, it, listening to you, though, also makes me think of different kinds of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe someone is poor in relationships or poor in social skills, but they need somebody. So maybe a way that we can reach out to the poor is to have someone over for dinner once a month consistently or once a week or share a meal with a co-worker who is lonely or struggling or someone who doesn't know the Lord, if they're poor spiritually, it doesn't have to mean, I think just poor financially. There's lots of people. There's lots of type of poverty that are broken, that are hurting. Uh, It doesn't even have to be broken people, but I think that's, you know, there's, I think the Lord really cares. Well, for all of us, but wants us to show his compassion to people that are hurting. So we can reach out our hands to the poor and needy. Um, lots of different, lots, lots and lots of different needs around us. Mm-hmm. And we can't provide, like, we can't respond to all of them. Right. We, okay. we can't. I mean, Jesus himself, <laughs> being the all-powerful God, did not respond to everyone he was in one city and one place talking mm-hmm. to one person and if he was talking to one person there were other people then 
by laws of physical limitations <laughs> that he wasn't yep. talking to. Yep. And so we can't feel guilty. We can't get in either ditch here. Right. We can't feel guilty about not meeting every need, but we can't say, well, I can't meet everything. So I'm just going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Hmm. So then 21 says she is not afraid of snow for her household for all her household are clothed in scarlet. <laughs> this, this hits hard right now because <laughs> it's snowy outside yeah, and it's nice and warm inside. And you know, it's funny. You can go into some homes and it's still kind of cold in there, mm. you know, maybe not physically, but you know, the atmosphere is is rough and so this is like a reflection this verse is saying the the home is a reflection of that that person who is making their home welcoming and she's prepared and she's prepared. that's what yeah. i see you know we've just come through this we were just before christmas so i don't know when you're listening but just before christmas this year a few days ago, right, we were supposed to get all this snow mm -hmm. and freezing temperatures. Michiganders know how to prepare, right? We buy out all the milk and bread. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we know what we need to do so that we can be home for a few days. Even though that, like, never happens to us because we just drive in the snow anyways. Yep. But, like, we're prepared to not have to make grocery runs to the store. Um, and that's what, that's what she's saying that's what it's not she. This is what the um, author of Proverbs is saying about this woman, that she has prepared warm clothes for her husband, for her children, for herself, to prepare them, seeing the troubles that are going to mm -hmm. be coming. She doesn't know when they're going to come, but she's sort of anticipated. And that's not saying, like, worry about troubles that aren't there yet, yeah. but, like, preparedness we know in, we live in michigan it's going to snow right mm -hmm. you know your children are going to grow up and have to face different things and to prepare for them and it I have lots of different thoughts come to mind like when in this first like we lived in oklahoma for a couple years when we were in school before we had kids and the way that they like responded to snow um oklahoma is great but like they don't really know how to do snow yeah i mean we would get uh, we get a dusting of snow and everything was shut down. They would just drive into the ditch. The, but like was... people wouldn't also <laughs> go anywhere. Like a dusting of snow in school would be canceled. Yeah. Like they don't, they didn't know how to respond. Right. Um, and that just kind of made me think of, of that. One of the things is first, like ask the Lord to help us to know how to respond and like after studying Proverbs 30 or like respond with wisdom. Um, the other thing I was thinking about was symbolically, if we look at this, um, snow a lot of times, right, can mean isolation, freezing circumstances, so like maybe like sickness or separation from having our needs met um a lot like a lack of safety peril danger um so symbolically if we look at snow that way but then it says for her household are all clothed in scarlet and again if symbolically we look at that scarlet as the blood of christ mm -hmm. we don't yeah. know what's going to be coming 
for us or our families or again maybe you're not a parent maybe your kids are grown um maybe you're single but there are people in our lives there are people in everyone's life that the lord has given us influence over um and so you can take again the principles and so saying if it's clothed in scarlet they're clothed in scarlet like the blood of christ since we don't know what's coming but if we pray for these beloved people if we share the gospel from the word and from our hearts and with our very lives as pastor talked about earlier in this year that that prepares us from those that incorruptible seed of the word of god being planted that prepares us for whatever is going to come that's good let's pray Mm -hmm. god we thank you for your word we thank you for this year that we've been able to sit and and talk deeply about your word and we just thank you like we've talked about that it is incorruptible that your word stands strong it stands true through the ages and it will show itself to be your word and it is lively and alive in our lives and we thank you for this year God, as we come to a close, that that we would look back and see how you have been faithful. And as we come to a new year, help us to be expectant that you will be faithful then, as you have been. And we just love you so much. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So just stay tuned. This podcast isn't going to go away next year True. in 2023. We are... We don't have a reading plan for for next year for the congregation. We have talked about it. And oh, several years now we've had a reading plan. And we've walked through the New Testament, the Old Testament, Proverbs, through lots of different lots of different things. And we thought, okay, now we've showed how to like study quickly, how to study slowly. Now it's like be free to read what the Lord is putting on your heart to read right. and study. We encourage you to have some sort of a plan for your own self that you will continue studying the word of God. But the podcast, we're going to spend some time each week uh, reflecting on the sermon from Sunday uh, so that we can see how to take it further, how to carry it into our week even more um, and c- sort of continue the conversation and the thoughts so that it's not just in feeding into our mind on Sunday and then we're done and go on with our week. So we're going to continue the podcast. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So come back next week. We'll see you next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.